This week's episode of Podular Modcast is brought to you by Novation's Circuit Rhythm, which is a versatile sampler for making and performing beats. You can record samples directly into the hardware, then slice, sculpt, and resample your sounds effortlessly. Capture your groove quantized or off-grid into the sequencer, and layer up across eight sample tracks. You can invigorate your live set with performance effects, embrace imperfection with the lo-fi tape, study your mix with beat repeat, and much more. Integrate your circuit rhythm into your studio or unplug and create anywhere utilizing the built-in rechargeable battery. You know that last part is uh, is really, really important to me. I've been on some road trips over the last year and a half, and while it was my wife's turn to drive, I had the circuit rhythm in my lap, and I was creating beats, um, and just, yeah, so much fun. It's so intuitive. Uh, it's really fun to perform on, and another thing I love about it is it can send and receive some CV signals for clock, so you can sync it with your Eurorack system. So, uh, yeah, it's kind of a no-brainer for the price and the power. I don't know of a sampler out there that is uh, more fun or more easy to hit the ground running with. So if this sounds at all interesting to you, please head over to NovationMusic.com to learn more about the Circuit Rhythm and their other great products. Let's get into the show. Hello and welcome back to Podular Modcast. You know me, I'm Tim. I've got such a habit of like opening the show the exact same way and I don't know if that's like comforting uh, for the return listeners or annoying. So um, yeah, it's the first time I've ever thought about that. Uh, It's the first time I've ever talked about it and uh, hopefully it'll be the last. This week, uh, well, it's gonna be kind of a weird, a weird episode. I'm gonna mess around with some oscillators because I am in absolute oscillator heaven with the Make Noise XPO, the Coco system from Afterlater Audio, and I just got a three body from Schlappy Engineering. And they are all absolutely wild and absolutely a joy to play with. Um, All three are really, really fun to uh, play manually, like have a a mixture of CV and then manually playing them, uh, especially the three body. Um, and also the three body and the Coco can be pretty, uh, remarkable, uh, control voltage forges as well. So after I, uh, after I play you some of the stuff that I've been, uh, working on with these and, and talk about them a little bit, I'm actually going to play a recording of, uh, Eric and Jay from Schlappy Engineering explaining to me three body, uh, they were up in Seattle and on their way home to Portland. I invited them to stop by the house and check out the studio. And uh, Eric gave me a three body, but he said under one condition, I have to show you how to use it first. And I'm so glad he did. Um, And I wasn't planning on recording it for the podcast. I wanted to record it um, just for my own uh, so I could like go back and listen to it as a reference. But it was really fun, and uh, we had a lot of laughs, and uh, I think it'll—I think you'll enjoy like the fly on the wall aspect of it. The audio quality is going to be a little weird because um, we had the speakers turned up while he was talking into the mic, so uh, the speak the, the the synth stuff gets in there, and it's kind of hard to. Uh, yeah, it's just hard to EQ that in a way that uh, it, it's not kind of interfering. But rest easy. I don't think uh, it's it's that bad. I think you'll you'll get used to it rather quickly, and uh, yeah, I think you, you'll enjoy it. 
But before we get into any of that, I want to remind you about Waveform PDX, the synth event that's happening October 16th in Portland. It will be going from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. and it's gonna be at the Evergreen event space uh, in Portland. So I'll put a link in the show description for all of that. It's, uh, it's like 10 bucks. It's gonna be really sweet. And the night before, I'm super, super pumped. Uh, I'm gonna be playing a show uh, the inversion waveform uh basically like pre-party um it'll be me rika camino acid and more to be announced that's at 8 p.m october 15th at the black swan that's on, on uh, southeast grand street for you uh portland people so i'm really 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 pumped and uh i gotta say i, I feel like i uh my my nervousness and my fear of playing this live set has uh, started to morph into excitement because because of getting the XPO and the Coco and the three body and then you know I recently got the item which pairs really well with the Pachinko um, and then the Aurora <sighs> yeah I just and, and you know I'm using the DPW switch and the Stum from uh, FSS and Mute it's like a just like a a momentary or latching switch that has groupings it's just really really fun. Um, using the Zorx Electronics 1U uh, Molt system. Oh, and speaking of Zorx, uh, Ellison Wolf, who created Zorx, also created Waveform Magazine, and uh, there's a new issue out. I just got it, and I feel like they've really bumped up their quality again. I feel like this is like the third or fourth increase in, in quality of paper and just everything. It's, uh, it's a really great magazine and uh, I think you should subscribe to it. So there will be a link to that in the show description. But yeah, uh, I'd, I hope to see you all at the Portland events, plural. I'm also gonna go to Portland the week before, next week, to see Tortoise live. So I'm really, really, really excited about that. So yeah, I've just been super busy. I uh, just went on a vacation with my wife, our annual wedding anniversary road trip we went to crater lake and then went through bend oregon and stayed the night in this like 70s airstream uh you know it's not mobile anymore they built a deck around it and a roof over it and there's a little hot tub that was amazing and then we ended up at hood river um camping just right below mount hood so i've got some other uh remote performances that are going to be coming out from that same trip uh, but I'd love it if you went and che checked out my, uh, my latest one at Crater Lake. I feel really good about it. Um, and it is using the XBO as the only voice. Uh, what else can I say? Oh, I want to say thank you to Patchworks for their support of Podular Modcast. The show could not exist without Patchworks, After Later Audio, you the listeners, and the Patreon supporters. So if you'd like to visit patchworks please visit them at patchworks.com p-a-t-c-h-w-e-r-k-s.com and finally thank you to everybody who has recently signed up on patreon and who has been a longtime subscriber like i just said that's the most important um pillar of keeping PodMod going i absolutely could not do it without the patreon um and i would like to do it more and i don't know what that exactly means but um if you would like me to do more or go to further extremes, because I'm a pretty extreme guy, head over to patreon.com forward slash modcast. There will be a link in the show description for that as well. 
I think that is just about all the business that I got to get into. This uh, track that you hear uh, playing under me is is one that I made with the the Coco system. Two Coco systems, actually. Um, I'm using uh, one with the Cascades, or excuse me, the Canyon centerpiece, which does uh, sub subharmonics based off of uh, any one of the oscillators that you'd like, any one of the three. Um, but what I've got going on here is it it's an LFO mode, so this sequence is actually coming from the Canyon. It's a stepped voltage sequence that I'm uh, quantizing through a 1U ornament in crime. So thank you, After Later Audio, for that. Um, but yeah, let's get into checking out some modules. So this is a patch I made uh, the other night with the XBO, QPass, and the Mimeophone. Uh, and then I think I maybe patched one output into the Aurora and then into the Jelly Squasher for some sidechain compressed, uh, like reverby thing but other than that everything else is just those three modules um i really like this patch uh it's i i self-patched lots of audio rate modulation from all of, like from each module to each other and yeah uh it's it would be too boring to explain but i don't think it's boring to listen to so let's uh let's check it out for a minute So for 
Those of you who may not be familiar with Make Noises XBO or the stereo prismatic oscillator, well, it's a voltage controlled analog oscillator designed for stereo timbre modulation, including pulse width modulation and wave folding. Um, and there's all sorts of really, really cool um, stereo effects you can get that, that there's like right side modulation and left side modulation, but the left and the right can affect the, their opposites and then there's a center modulation um, yeah and then there's there's actually this really what I really like about the FM in is there's a sub uh, output that is normaled into the FM input however there is an attenuator to uh, turn that up or down uh, which is CV controllable and then of course you can break that normalized connection into the FM uh, from anything else so we've got one two three four five different uh, outputs that aren't part of the stereo aspect uh, they're they're up up top so we have like a sign a ramp excuse me triangle not ramp uh, square and then the one they call a spike which is really cool um, and then uh, the sub that I mentioned and then there are three different sets of stereo pair outputs um, yeah it's really really cool it's definitely designed to uh, work with the QPOS and uh, and the mimeophone so it's kind of like this little little family which is really fun so yeah this patch I was just modulating the crap out of all three of those modules with each other I didn't have a single output on XPO not doing something um, but yeah let's let's listen to some more of it because uh, I really like it and I think it shows off uh, what I have found to be like the funnest and the most pleasurable aspect of the XPO, sonically speaking. Oh, I forgot to mention, you can get into some really weird formant stuff. That's not coming from QPOS, that's, that's coming from XPO. actually not sure if that's technically what formant is but what I mean by that is that kind of that vocalization type sound And for those of you wondering, those kind of like clicky sounds are the two like exclamation uh, 
point or exclamation mark inputs on the QPass that I'm uh, sending the, uh, I believe the pulse width modulation from the XPO into, um, or maybe the sub, I forgot. Um, I also want to mention that I, uh, there are two volt per octave inputs that are summing, and I'm actually sending a, uh, a constant voltage into both of them, uh, so from 0 to 10 volts into one and 0 to 5 in the other, and then I'm just kind of uh, every so often changing that with an uh, attenuverter, so I'm turning those into negative, and then I've got the pitch knob all the way down, so I'm actually bringing the uh, frequency of the XPO lower than you can without any external modulation, and that's what's kind of giving it this kind of percussive thing, because it's going in and out of audio range, and that's how... I'm using it to uh, be such an effective modulation source in this patch as well. Okay, next up, I want to talk about this patch that you hear fading up under my voice. It's actually the exact same patch from... Uh, the intro uh, after the, the the theme song I was talking over it that I made with Coco but I made a bunch of adjustments to it and I uh, the one that you heard earlier just kind of played I just set it up to record um, this one I actively played so I can't really describe to you everything that I'm doing in it but let me tell you a little bit about Coco uh, we did talk about it last week um, when I had Lenny from After Later Audio on the show, and I will be creating a video about it, but I think this patch is probably the coolest thing that I've gotten out of it, and, you know, I've been messing with it for a few months. Um, so, yeah, I want to explain to you what I love so much about Coco. But first, let's, uh, let's rock out on this patch. Well, I guess we're, let's, let's maybe, we'll doom out to this patch. That, that sounds better. I don't think we can bliss out to it. We can't rock out to it. Thank you. 
Like I said at the beginning, when I was uh, talking over the first version of this patch, I was using two Coco systems. One was uh, one had all of the oscillators in LFO mode, and um, I was using the Canyon centerpiece. If you're unfamiliar with Coco, um, there are two centerpiece modules. One is called Canyon. One is called Valley. One adds. Uh, lower harmonics or subs or stepped voltage in this case when you're in LFO mode uh, and then the valley is a wave folder that adds upper harmonics so I'm using the valley on the audible side and I'm actually using the canyon um, the even and odd side of the canyon for the even and odd lower harmonics uh, as a stepped sequencer and then I'm running that uh, into the one you ornament in crime um, and I feel like that's pertinent information to wrap your head around this but I don't want to get too much more into what the actual patch is because in an audio format I feel like I'd lose you and that would be pretty boring but what I love so much about Coco is all of the cross modulation that is normaled uh, from the multiple oscillators and there are jumpers on the back so you can switch like what parameter is mo uh, modulating what and then of course all of those connections can be broken with uh, external CV patched into it and finally the uh, the the modulation points that have normalization uh, they also all have attenuators so uh, you can bring in that normalized connection very lightly or all the way um, and then the same thing with external stuff so I'm constantly changing what oscillators are controlling what in this whole patch um, and I'm having a lot of uh, cross modulation that's not just the normal stuff between the two Cocos um, and then I'm using the Mimeophone the QPAS, uh, the Aurora, the Chronoblob 2, uh, what else? Uh, the AI VCA mixer and uh, Listen Four Quarters is my output. Oh, yeah, of course, um, using the IDUM with Tree and Leaves, all from Mystic Circuits. And then I uh, got one thing going through the 100 grit from Shopee Engineering. But um, other than, let's see. Yeah, all the sounds that you're hearing are coming from Coco, though. Just one Coco. So the valley and then multiple outputs uh, going into stereo delays and all that. But I think I'm already getting boring. So why don't we listen to a little bit more of this patch? And then uh, we, can, we can get into some schlappy stuff. But please go check out AfterLaterAudio.com. Oh, my God. 
Okay, it's getting pretty pretty wily, so I will spare you um, my aggressive noodling here. But please go check out afterlateraudio.com to learn more about the Coco system. It's, it's super cool, and be on the lookout for uh, the demo video that I will be hopefully releasing by Friday of this week or next Monday. And we are going to get into this uh, fly on the wall sort of chat episode with Eric and Jay from Schlappy, but. Uh, I figured I should probably pay, play you uh, my first ever patch with the three-body oscillator, since I just showed you uh, patches that I made with XPO and Cascade. Um, so yeah, we'll listen to a few minutes of that. But first, I just want to say that uh, I told my wife this the other night, and it's so Hallmark cheesy. There's no way of getting around it not being cheesy, but I'm, I feel just so privileged to uh, have become buddies with a bunch of people who designed these amazing instruments that we love. Um, and especially Eric, me and Eric are, uh, we're, we're tight, you know? We've become friends, uh, you know, we became friends right after this his first appearance. And uh, yeah, I've had every module he's made. I love every module he's ever made. And Three Body, uh, you know, he's doing a little demo, in-store demo at Patchworks and I couldn't make it, but my house is in Tacoma, which is on the way home to Portland for him so uh him and uh jay stopped by and uh they dropped me off a three body and it was so fun and yeah i'm just rambling now um let's listen to a little bit of this patch i have to say actually no i'm not done rambling there's one thing that i really wanted to make sure i said i've seen eric play probably three times um and then like i said i've had every one of his modules um so what is above like well maybe not above but like the the engineering feat or uh wonder that three body is um it was what amazes me most about it is eric was able to kind of create something that like distilled his sound of all his modules combined and the way he plays live into just this one module um it's it's pretty remarkable uh and you you will hear you will hear that classic schlappy sound as uh you're not hearing it now this isn't what it sounds like so it's obviously very versatile but when he's showing me it uh you hear the schlappy come out and it's really really cool so let's uh let's vibe on this for a minute and then uh we'll get into that chat or that demo or whatever the hell it was Thank you. 
This a condenser? We could just sort of talk in the space. Yeah, it doesn't just need to so be yeah, in my you're face. Good, you're good. All right. Um, so the three body is a triple digital oscillator based around an FPGA. What is an FPGA? Oh, I already broke the rule. Field programmable it. field array. No. Okay. What am I saying? Field <laughs> program. What is it? Field programmable grid array. Grid. <laughs> it's a fucking big square thing that's hard to solder. Okay. It's a field programmable Gatorade. It is Gatorade. Uh, programmable logic. Okay. It's okay. not a CPU. For a deeper dive in this, see my YouTube channel where I made a 25 minute video on this. Okay. <laughs> it's all accurate. I wish that facial expression could translate into the tone. Yeah. Oh. Um. Three oscillators, they can all be in free or ratio mode. Okay. In free mode, much like an analog oscillator, except, uh, well, I guess so, like a few analog oscillators, you have both FM and phase modulation. Mm -hmm. So, we're going to listen to the right oscillator and the center oscillator. Oop. Once I put things in audible range. So I'm putting, so, can we get a little more volume? Mm -hmm. So the center oscillator, we're listening to the sine and cosine outputs uh, with all the modulation down. And the right oscillator is following the center oscillator since it is in ratio mode without anything plugged into the sync input. Okay. If there was something else plugged into the sync input, it would, sync that it would follow that. Okay. But since it's not, the normalization has the outer inputs following the inner oscillator. Wait, so hold on. The left and right oscillators um, are normal to sync with the center if nothing's in sync and what is all the way down? And they're in ratio and mode. they're in ratio mode, okay. They're okay. not uh, phase synced. They're just frequency tracking. Okay. But they'll, the phase still frequency moves independently, which allows... Because if it was phase-locked, then when you phase-modulated them, there would be a discontinuity because okay. they would be uh, synced. So they're uh -huh. not synced, but they're 
uh, ratio multiples. So you can get some cool stereo stuff, I imagine, with this. We're getting there. Okay. <laughs> cool your jets. <laughs> so, um, the, um, here's our sine tone, and then our right oscillator, if we have the division to one, and we turn the multiplication, we get the overtone series. Okay. If we bring the division up, we'll get something a little different, like half. Okay. Half overtone series stuff. If we turn down the fundamental, we can hear that. So let's listen to. Wait, is the right oscillator passing when you turn down the fundamental? Is it passing the fundamental and this? No. Chorus out? Okay. So the fundamental right now is just the center oscillator. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah, there's no mixing of the outputs. Okay. They're all in, independent okay. of each other. Okay, cool, cool. Um, yeah, that one of the things that makes it different from other uh, free FM machines is it's all external. It's patched like an analog oscillator. Um, there's okay. normalization, but you can do this all externally. Okay. Um, so now... We're listening to the center oscillator sine and cosine output. I did something with the, wait, 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 wait. Center oscillator, we're bringing up some phase modulation. What is going into the center oscillator's phase modulation input? This right oscillator. Right oscillator. So the okay. right oscillator okay. is normalized to the right phase modulation input. Okay. The left oscillator is normalized to the left one. Okay. Now I'm going to send some. It's on the panel. Like okay. it shows okay. you where it is. Yeah. If you get your eyeballs in there, it'll okay. tell you what's going where. I'm going to send some CV to the right oscillator. So in uh, free mode, in free mode, this input would be the volts per octave. Mm -hmm. In ratio mode, it's the ratio. So now we can CV the oh, harmonic whoa. series. So if you bring this... So you could have it go through octaves or fifths or thirds or whatever you wanted it to be, or... No. Um, your your music, music is a psychoacoustic phenomenon. <laughs> it's not real. It's a construct, man. It's a construct, man. What is real is... Is integer division. Okay. All right. All right. Um, so Fuck you the twelve note scale. That's right. You could find it in here. You just have to know that like uh, a fifth is like three. Uh, that's like the third harmonic, right? It's mm -hmm. like two octaves up and a fifth. Um, and then if you wanted to find like a an actual fifth, that's like um like a four over five or something like that, which you could dial in. Mm -hmm. It would be a pain in the ass, but you could absolutely do that. <laughs> what is easy to dial in instead of uh, scales are these, so if you change the oh. division, uh -huh. you'll get these weird sort of like, I don't know, kind of scales. Uh huh. Like division to one, harmonic series. Division to two, um, half harmonic series. Uh -huh. Division three, a third. Jellyfish scales. <laughs> Jellyfish scales. Oh, okay, I like it. <laughs> so now we're gonna bring up the left oscillator as well, the phase modulation. 
So now we're modulating the center oscillator with both the left and the right. Uh-huh. One's doing cosine, one's doing sine? So let's talk about that. The sine and cosine outputs, um, I did something mathematically strange here. Instead of having them move in phase together, when they're phase modulated, they move apart, which creates a stereo field. Oh, wow. Okay. And because Whoa. the phase modulation is extremely deep, it can go around several times. So you don't really get this cancel uh -huh. cancellation. It just keeps right. moving around. Okay. Um, so, speaking of this, I'm going to change the left oscillator to free and low. So now, instead of a ratio, it's a free-moving LFO. And, and then, then I'm going to... just doing the frequency the, of, the, of the LFO here on the first oscillator. Well, I pulled the CV for now. Right, so the, I mean, I mean this coarse oh, knob yeah. is what it's... So now it's coarse and fine just, instead okay. of molten div. So now I've got that sieving the center oscillator, and I just brought up, I cheated a little bit, I brought up uh, modulation between the outside oscillators uh, to phase modulate each other. So the normalization is the outside oscillators phase modulate the inner oscillator. Right. The outer oscillators phase modulate each other. Each other's phase. Each other's right. phase. Okay, okay, right. That's what phase modulates. Okay, okay. And then the inner oscillator frequency modulates the outside oscillators. Oh, shit. And those are both independently controllable. All independently oh controllable. Oh, my God. Okay. No, you can do that externally also. And you can do this if you want right. to put any. You can break all the normalizations or inputs, right? Okay. So what we actually should have or now. Or even different waves. Like if you wanted to not use the is it cosine on this side? I can't remember. Sine on this side. If you wanted to use the triangle from one instead or the square from one, you can. It doesn't. Okay. You just have to just patch, patch it, it in. instead. Okay. Yeah. So it's very patch programmable. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now it's not super obvious because our heads aren't between the speakers, but you should actually have like a. Sickeningly stereo. I think my interface. Hold on, let me set up my interface. There you go. Now you That's should better. have a yeah. uh, pretty much sickeningly, st heavily stereo sort yeah. of a patch. Uh huh. It's still kind of it dopplers a bit when you're using it in mono though, like dual mono, it'll, it'll like still like seasick you a little bit. Um, so yeah, we can, we can switch that back to uh, ratio mode. Maybe you're sending an envelope now into the ratio in. Yep. And I'm sending that, the one on the right, I'm sending to the multiplication very slowly, faster now. And the one on the left, I'm sending to the division. Let's back off the cross-modulation so we get something a little more understandable. And right now, we're still only listening to the inner oscillator, so we could also listen to the outer oscillators at the same time and get like a bit of a richer sound. 
Um, the joke I like to make at this point <laughs> is um, maybe we like crank it a little harder. No, we're not time for crank for creaks yet. There we go. Oh shit! So these are the the clean sine wave outputs, and I like to make heavy music. So instead of listening to the sine waves, those are the dirtiest sine waves I've ever heard. <laughs> They were sine waves at some point yeah, in their right. existence. <laughs> we're going to listen to the saw wave output. The saw and the co-saw. Co-saw? Holy co -saw. shit. Co-saw. Okay. Yeah, yeah. This, this sounds like a slappy set. Were you using this when, were you using a prototype of this when we played at that mead bar? I don't think so. I don't this think the second so time you've been asked this question today. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel asked the same question. It was us three on the bill. Yeah, that's Because this is patently right. slappy sounding music. Like, this sounds like a, it sounds like an interlude in one of your sets. Where yeah. you'd stop and pump your fist at everybody. And everybody totally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this this is what I like to do. Yeah, no, this sounds fucking rad. Um, um, so, we've been listening mostly, I brought up a little bit the outside oscillators, but mm -hmm. we've mostly been listening to the inner oscillator being phase modulated by the outside mm -hmm. oscillator. So you're sending some modulation from these envelopes from the two boundaries into the outside oscillators but we're listening to the middle off yeah okay. gotcha okay. and the modulation has been going into the ratio input mm -hmm. which would be the one volt per octave if you were in free mode yes okay gotcha so now we are going to listen uh we're going to keep the outside oscillators in ratio mode um we're going to turn down the phase modulation and we're going to bring up Frequency modulation. This is the linear through zero FM. And that's with one modulating three and three modulating one? One modulating three or two. So the center oscillator is going outwards. So it's modulating oh. both the left oh, I see. and the oh, right. Oh, okay. I got you. That's right. That's right. Okay. Cool. Cool. And now we're going to uh, take our envelopes and we're going to modulate the FM index. So the outside oscillators. So is that basically is the FM index? Is that basically using this envelope to like with a like a sub panel VCA to allow the the FM from oscillator two to get into one and three? Yeah. So we're using the um, the terminology from uh, Chowning's FM paper. Okay. Um, and fairly common within FM synthesizers is the index is just just a term for the, the amount. Okay, so the attenuator. So on the panel, you'll see there's both FM and FM index inputs. And uh -huh. then on the center oscillator has phase and phase index inputs. So there's essentially four VCAs meant for the modulation. Okay. One could, so with the phase and the FM, not the index inputs, that is actually controlling the rate of the FM that's being sent out as the modulation source? Is that right? Did that make sense? Yes, 
and no. I mean, yes, it made sense, but no, that's not 100% okay. accurate. So okay. you're basically... I mean, the phase input, like on the middle oscillator, that's just your input. It could be a LFO, it could be a whatever. Mm -hmm. The index will control how much. Right, right, yeah, okay. So I guess it is the rate, but you're not able to control the rate via the index. Right, no, no, it's no. Like I, yeah, I know exactly. And the totally. Thing. No, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I was I was thinking of them as separate things. But yes. like, just like yeah, okay, I got it. I got it. So for instance, the FM in the middle, you just put it in there and you get an attenuator for it. That's it. You don't right. get any C V control of what that is. You gotta right. manually, right. you know. Well that would all come your... from the thing that you're sending into it, right? You'd hope. Like yeah. Yeah. But on the outside, you do get an index for FM, but you no, don't get it for things. Okay. So. I promised myself I wasn't going to ask technical questions because you. You need to. This made thing it is a lot. That that was going to get me in some trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Better clinch up a little. It's coming. <laughs> Dude, pretty good. This is no phaser, no delay. Yeah. Yeah. This and seems what, like eliminated. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. This is like eliminated the need for like a bunch of effects. This is what I. This is what I was saying earlier. The thing It's like it'll do like slapbacky. This. Like as things trail off, it kind of makes like a pseudo delay feeling sound. Totally. Even though it's not oh delay, I mean that's oh. not what's happening. But right, right. It's yeah. It's like a yeah. Dude. What? Wait. Just let the wait. Hold on. Don't do anything. Cause I feel like it went through. Maybe you turned something. You know what this reminds me of? Is like a digital pendulum. Like sure. just the sounds of it, like maybe a little bit more like yeah. you could be more predictable with it maybe or more intent right. more intent. Like Benjamin's cool, you can get great things out of it. It's one of my favorite instruments. But it's hard to make it do exactly. Well it's doing a lot of this for you. Whereas this you can kind of pick and choose yeah, totally. what these what these feedback paths are doing. Oh, oh. so another word Wait wait do yeah, don't touch anything. Hold on, I just want to, just want to hear this this cycle. Take a picture. I know, right? Yeah, I know, no, no, I can make it later. I know, I need to, I need to get this. <laughs> this is what I do with this damn thing all the time. It's like I'll never be able to do this again. You know what it means? Preset storage. Fuck that. Yeah, just add 16 HP and a big screen on the side. I'm, I'm against, I am uh, <laughs> philosophically and morally against presets. I yeah. think they're for suckers. <laughs> Learn to play your instrument. I am with you. <laughs> Half of me is with you, but I will say that a lot of the best voices I've made on my, my yeah, keyboards right. are starting from a preset where I'm like, well, I could make this cooler. Yeah. And then I make it cooler. Get good. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Yeah, get I moved all the presets on my Micro Freak to the last, like the very end, so my kid can play with them, and then I just cleared everything else. There you so, go. Like, yeah, yeah. 
So, I barely even played that thing. I just need a synth in it's case. It's pretty great. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. So like pretty great. Like these two things for their price yeah. point are like same. Yeah, I don't really need anything else other yeah. than my module. Like right. these will cover the bases that I don't. Yeah, but you're not taking. Well, I mean, a one case you can take to the couch, but like this thing, plug into totally. a USB power bank, totally. and like yeah, you exactly. get 14 days out of like no one shit, battery right? charge. You yeah. know? So I just plugged in the center oscillator, so we're listening to that as well as the outer oscillator. Okay, hold on, let me see. So these are the these are the uh, the uh, saw and cosaw that I just turned down. Yeah, we're, uh, we, we're back to sine and cosine. Wait, you turned oh, you turned down the outside yeah. sine waves. The outside signs. Okay, so these are all signs. Yep. So these are the outside signs. There's your fundamental. I don't have any modulation going there yet. Okay, so we're just getting just that nice low rich. So you can add that into your, you just have a nice foundation. It's probably header time. I, I want to go to one more oh, place Jesus before Christ. we talk Headers. about the header. Okay, so um, uh, the, um, right, the first couple patches I showed were the outer oscillators modulating the inner oscillator right. phase. Mm -hmm. And now what we're doing is we're modulating from the inner oscillator to, to the, the outer FM. oscillators frequency right. and then the outer oscillators are phase modulating each other okay if you add into this equation um, the outer oscillators phase mo modulating the inner oscillator things are gonna lose their shit yeah. a bit like uh -huh. they're gonna stop working but it might be interesting so this is one of those areas where you have to spend some time to find the spot but I imagine at some points yeah. you're gonna bring things to a stop yeah. Yeah. So all the way 100%. up, both phase and FM. Jesus Christ! If only you had square wave outputs that didn't have all of that modulation happening. I'm guessing there are square wave outputs that don't. <laughs> so there, there is a header option. If you're, you've got a patch like this with tons of shit happening uh -huh. and you've got all these higher harmonics and you want to bring back your low end there's a header option to remove the modulation from the square wave outputs so then with your square wave right you've got you've got all your harmonics and you can just filter it back down to your uh but the um, frequency in the phase isn't being modulated right is that what you're saying the frequency will be the frequency is but the phase is but the phase will not affect it. okay okay Right, that makes sense. The frequency would be if if so I wanted the frequency to not be affected, then it would be a second oscillator, right? Okay. But instead, what it is is it's an additional. Um, <laughs> so the, we're getting this. So it's a little more straightforward if we drop the cross modulation, uh -huh. but if we bring up some of this phase, it gets. Uh, the amount, it'll kind of choke itself out, but the amount that it gets choked out is affected by this CV over the FM index. So okay, you get something okay. that's kind of like, like if you want to make sure that things are doing what you expect them to do, only use the FM indexes or the phase indexes. Right, but using all of them at the same time is when you're going to get in the real crazy territory. Yeah. Okay. It, it gets, you know, this you'll get into these really like evolving okay. moving well, patches. So both one and three are in basically in VCO mode. 
So if I go, like this will switch three to LFO mode, right? And now I've got, I've got uh, LFO mode on three is doing the phase index of two. Mm -hmm. Okay, all right. CV. Like it's, it's cool that good. it has the option, but like this is a yeah. total playable like totally. now I see how you were when you showed me this and you're like, yeah, I just used the three body and two boundaries for my noise band. I was like, what about like effects and like anything else? No, this makes total sense. Yeah. Jesus Christ. And man. now we go back to my favorite part. The squeaks. Those are really good squeaks. Okay. It sounds like it sounds like a bunch of people in like a like balloon, balloon factory yeah. just rubbing their forearms on them. <laughs> oh god. Oh my god. I mean presets would be cool, but like this with presets. Oh, and I was just we earlier we were just goofing on yeah. preset management. I was just. Well, I think it really limit your ex your exploration. Of yeah. It. Well, and that's kind of the magic of. I mean, you know, it's like when you play old analog crusty synths. Yeah, like, totally. You find something you like, like that's the one shot you get right, at. Right. Exactly. Like, yeah. You might turn it off and back on. It's not gonna work. The same. Totally. We should get that with this thing. Yeah. Like, it's kind of nice to know. Like, this is a fleeting moment in time. You're gonna get it or you're not. Like. That's not so bad. Yeah. So the the jumpers are on the back. That that was just for um, eliminating the phase modulation from the square wave outs of all of the. All of it. Yeah. Can you just take one jumper off? No, nope, that's one, too many or? jumpers. Okay, all right. <laughs> You've got. Um, yeah, it's all or nothing. All or nothing. Okay. You've I mean, got. I can't really. You've got 14 outputs. Yeah, I was gonna say like those yeah. two extra two wouldn't be. Well, like, and you don't. To be honest, you don't hear the square waves and all this yeah. once this is all going anyway. Like, if you're trying to mix it into a more cohesive, it yeah. just disappears in the melee of all this, so. Oh, you want filter a filter, way? too? Get out of here. Like, do you need it? Yeah, how are you filtering now? You, phase? So you, just by phasing? Okay. Uh, we're, we're back to just using a linear... FM, so uh, without the modulation, you're at the fundamental. With the modulation, you remove power from the fundamental and spread it through other frequencies. Okay. Opposite, this is your classic uh, FM synthesis. You don't... Um, it's additive, not subtractive, or...? I yeah, uh, th so the term additive synthesis usually talks about just using a bunch of sine waves and adding them together. Uh -huh. So it's w kind of weird to use it, apply it in this case, but like fundamentally that's what you're doing. You're, okay. you're adding harmonics by adding modulation. Um, Which happen to be sine waves if you're using the internal routing, I guess. 
And yeah, you can patch other others. There was something I wanted to say and I totally lost it. Um Oh, one thing we haven't done uh, here. I imagine there's a few there's things not we haven't done. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, so there was a couple other things that are fun. Since you can all use all three of these separately, you can use them as like three analog voices. Okay, um, all if, right. If you're doing like three separate voices, you can use three separate volts per octaves, or you can use the transpose input. So like tune it to something you like plug volts per octave into transpose and that will affect everything that's in free mode. Okay, so you're basically, you're, you're doing tracking across all three, but you don't have any of the modulation from each other. No, 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 you no, can. Well, you, no, you can, but yeah. you can, you can just right. get free. Yeah. Okay. It can, it can be a chord box, all, right? All, right, right. That's, you, that, that's like where I was going. Like a fixed interval right. chord okay. that you can move around. So, so actually, let's do that. This is, this is a patch I kind of enjoy. So we're pulling all our modulation. And we're gonna tune like some nonsense by ear. Right, so uh, free, high, free, high. Uh, let's put these on separate. So we've got the sign, the sign from the two and three, and then the sine and cosine from the center. Yep. Okay. So we're just. We're gonna tune. No, you you do it. You're the musician. Tune tune three. Tune them like a chord or something by ear. Doesn't have to be a chord that makes sense. Yeah, an octave already. Mm-hmm. And you got fine too. You're on the oh. horse knobs if you want to get. So let's let's check out like modulate across the outer oscillators. Uh-huh. Like something you'll see is that really quickly when you add modulation, um, it stops reading as a chord and it'll start reading as something um Oh wow, okay. Something a bit Yeah, it's just like super harmonically rich. Yeah. So you can comb filtered almost, like uh -huh. you get that kind of comey. But it all like you can it feels like you could use that as a compositional tool outside of just the volt per octave inputs. For sure. And you could play this with the keyboard. Right. Yeah, if you put it into the transpose, those are all gonna go together. Oh, so. shit, okay. And have you thought about putting a keyboard on it? <laughs> <laughs> I, I've played it with keyboards. Keyboards are just big though, you know? And lots of parts. I have a lot of parts in keyboards. Little springs and shit. So, so this is like something like this I could see using something like leaves, mm -hmm. like a step, just like a stepped voltage generator to move yeah. this around into very specific spots. Totally. And, and I use a voltage log and set it up with oh, each, yeah. but like no no clock going into it, so I can hit specific. Oh, nice, nice. Sixteen specific settings of things. So basically, that like is my keyboard. keyboard. Right, yeah. Right. 
but with eight outputs, you can set to anything at any interval right, at yeah. any point. Like, you don't have to make a chord with it. You're choosing that 16 up at a time. Right, or, right. But... And, um, yeah, so maybe, like, modulate an index now, right? Like, um, now that we've got... Because, like, anything static becomes... Like, you stop... Your brain stops paying attention to it. But if we... Start to modulate some of the indexes that are up. You hit one of those like weird, makes you instantly nauseous <laughs> harmonics. Feels like you're on a boat. Deeply unsettling, Eric. <laughs> Deeply. Jay, will you scan with Eric really quick so I can just get a oh, snap of a photo of you guys here? Let me, let me get the cool stuff in the back. This happens. Yeah. Ah, don't trip on anything. Stop moving. You're good. Yeah, that's good. I've got a zoom out lens. There you go. Zoom out lens. Oh my. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, I like action shots more, anyways. Jesus. <laughs> There's the story of our roles in this company, right there. <laughs> He's trying to wreck that shit. I got the bucket. We're just having a good time. Yeah. I'm here. This is a fucking party. <sighs> Thank God. <laughs> it's about time. Yep. And it can be interesting sometimes when you have something going like this just to see what happens if you flip it into ratio, right? Like, what oh. ratio are we in now? Uh -huh. I don't know. Whatever that is. And then... You change, oh, no. your, okay. change your FM linear to Expo, too. Are you in Expo now? No, you're in linear now. We're in linear. So something that's interesting about the FM is we're used to thinking of Expo as being the heavier FM. Uh -huh. But I cranked the shit out of the FM on this. So the <laughs> linear is actually like a lot deeper than the Expo. Really? The Expo goes up to roughly volts per octave scaling. Whereas the linear, um, the more you crank it, the more times it wraps itself, because it's two zero so it's like FM. it adds a lot more upper harmonics to it. So it keeps wrapping around the zero point okay. over and over and over, which if you look at it on an oscilloscope, looks a lot like a wave folder. Okay, okay. Um, uh, it's worth mentioning the, the volt per octave inputs, they change whether they're controlling divider or multiplier. Oh, yes. Oh, right. Okay. So this final mode here, the the high-low range, which will change it uh, in free mode from LFO to VCO, uh -huh. will also change whether the... Um, let's do this. So wait, if you're in ratio mode, the, um, the volt per octave input has a different function depending on where you're at low or high? Uh, yes, so if you... Uh, okay. I'm like, okay, is this right? Like, I have to think about it and, like, look at the diagram on my head. Like, yes. So you CV the multiplication. Let's pull things down so we can kind of... So now we're... 
Um, let's do it for both sides. So... <laughs> so we're sieving the... Oh my god. Let's pull these up and put that down. We're sieving the... Uh, let's even pull the FM index now. So now we're sieving the multiplications. Oh, I'm just gonna use this as my template when I see you in an area. And then, okay. now what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna speed up a little bit. Um, so something I like to do, notice the volts per octave ratio, of course, it doesn't have a, um, an, attenu uh, an attenuator. Mm -hmm. So I'm using the, uh, VCA of the boundary is an attenuator okay. for this, okay. which can be fun because then you can CV the other uh -huh. amount, right? Um, we can switch it to div, and now instead of CVing oh, the um, the multiplication, you're CVing the division. So maybe we pull this up higher so you can hear that. Is that dividing the frequencies of one and three based off of two? off of two. Okay. Okay. But wow. Okay. You can do that all externally, right? Uh-huh. Right. You right. could even have two tracking externally also. So a patch that I think is fun. So like sort of like a voltage controlled um uh subharmonicon type thing. Mm -hmm. You could have all three of them tracking the same other oscillator, whatever you've got in your rig mm -hmm. and um have them at different ratios and you know, depending on how you do that, this can feel like a, uh, it can feel like an arpeggiator. Yeah. I knew this was gonna be good, you know, because I, I, yeah. I know his brain. I don't know yeah. his brain. It's a lot. I know of his brain. <clears throat> right. And the fact, like just, but Jesus Christ, Derek, this is remarkable. I'm going to spend four years on something. <laughs> it better be good. Oh, my God. You know, like, it doesn't sound anything like, but some of, like, my favorite modules that I've come across, something like a Benjolin, yeah. or even, like, the Ensemble Oscillator uh -huh. 4MS, like, yeah. you can just play them by hand, and it's almost better to do that than with modulation. Right. I feel like this is that on a like a new level like this seems because i mean complex oscillators are a thing and everybody messes with complex oscillators and they're super fun right bringing it into the digital realm and be able to make these switches like that's pretty well it's funny because it's both extremely stable because of the digital right, right. like kind of back uh -huh. of it but it's also very a-stable uh -huh. how it feels so right. it still feels analog you're like i have no idea what's gonna happen totally that's but a, it's yeah. it's repeatable ish and like stable and like if you leave this and come back it's still gonna be doing that right. it's not gonna drift like an analog right right i mean you couldn't do most of this analog but so it'd have to be the size of this probably well and nothing's stable enough to continue right. and bandwidth high enough to be able to do it and I was I'm too I was too lazy to hook up a volts per octave to control the whole thing but this sort of patch is really fun to then play with notes yeah send a sequencer yeah, yeah send, send a sequencer, sequencer at it. 
and then so putting this in the transpose then will make it all of them. So in this current patch, since the outer oscillators are tracking the inner oscillator, transpose and volts per octave of octave two are going to do exactly the same thing. Okay, so if I plug this sequence in here. Give it a little more space to go. Um, and then if you wanted these to, like, if I was making this patch, I would probably send the same trigger also to, uh... Uh-huh, right, that makes sense, that makes sense. fuck around with three body through like mimeophone and two pass um, yeah. for my entire set in Portland. There you <laughs> Just, like... One of the things that makes me uh, get burnt out on modular real quick is that I spend hours and nothing happens. <laughs> yeah. This is the exact opposite. Yeah. It's like 10 minutes of just mild attention and all uh -huh. of a sudden you're like Oh shit. I like, feel like that's been that's actually, real deep. I've never thought about it, but just like you saying that in that way is I feel like you've just described my entire modular journey and like sure. how I've landed on the things that I like. It's tricky. Well and like I don't have I don't have know, a sequencer. My life is pretty busy. I don't have a lot I don't have right. five hours to yeah. sit in front of a case and like let something happen. It's like right. but I, I got twenty minutes. Yeah. Let's see what I can do in twenty minutes. Right, right, totally. This is the first time in a very long time where I'm like, oh I can make something interesting without getting lost in the, you know, nonsense. So I, I fed the output of this into the CV of the oh, uh, you beat attack me to it. on this one. Okay, I was going to start. So you're getting the, yeah, yeah, do all the things. <laughs> now you're trying to make a uh, Krell, I believe. <laughs> God, dude. <laughs> Just adding patch cables to it is a lot of fun.
Oh, the bound's gonna kill it. That's oh. what was happening. Alright, well, what's that? What about it? That would just add to it. That would totally work. tell you're smart to start like shy of noon on all the mod sources yeah. and like get there totally. instead of my usual thing which is like max it out and then work your way backwards like i feel like that's everything that yeah you like, do. I mean, well because most modulation doesn't go it'll go deep but it shuts itself off before it gets to yeah. usable so yeah. that's got to be another advantage of digital i'd imagine is just totally. being able to like yeah wider bandwidth of where mm -hmm. that can still do something. Right. And it probably uses some sort of compression or something to keep it within, like, the voltage range while it's still... Or, or whatever audio... Or whatever wave folding... Is wave folding, like, a comparator thing? Is that comparators involved? Wave folding is sort of a generic term, but the idea is that it hits the threshold and goes back down. Rather, yeah, rather than clipping, to, it's sending yeah, it back correct. into the range. It right? reverses right. direction. Okay. And so you can use this for like frequency multiplication or whatever. But you can get very similar effects with phase and frequency uh, modulation. And if you use a sink, you, you have to like, make eye contact with people when you do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you could, in theory, if you had, say, your angle grinder playing a cool melodic patch, you could put it in the sink, and this will follow it. All of that will and follow. And then you can add all that modulation to it. Yep. Like a sort of a sequenceable like noise layer underneath something that reacts to what is going on elsewhere. It's Bell Labs time. <laughs> it's lullabies from computers. What did you just do? <laughs> I flipped it from high to low. Oh, wow. Pacemaker set. Jesus Christ, Eric. <laughs> this is with just two fucking envelopes, too. Like... Oh man, I cannot wait to fuck with this way more.
the envelopes even doing anything anymore. Because I turned down all the attenuators. <laughs> oh, we got dog barks. I think that's a small dog. Yeah, that sounds like my dogs. <laughs> well, one of them. Perfect dog bark. Robot dog work. <laughs> What's this going into? <laughs> uh. It's a reasonable question to ask at really any point in this. Spike the tree, <laughs> and the chainsaw just hit it. <laughs> it's a chainsaw core. Cool. I think that weed gummy I ate too just kicked in and I'm just like, <laughs> nice. alright. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of it's kind of that's how much you get out of not very much extra, you know? Right. Like I just have a single boundary in my pod that I dig around with this stuff with. It's it's enough. You gotta split it a little bit, but Yeah. Yes! <laughs> there it is! <laughs> oh my god. Fuck, you don't need another, like, any bandmates. Like, this is, this is fucking metal enough. Dude, with the drummer, it rules. Like a, the thing at like Les Schwab's, like the, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. the tire. Yeah, yeah. Is that an Oregon thing? Oh, yeah, Oregon. no, no, it's totally a Washington okay. thing, yeah. 
Call this going to the Excite Bike. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, this is totally a Super Nintendo motorcycle ripping out. Probably not too dissimilar how they made that sound either. <laughs> right? Like, yeah, yeah, well, well, FM stuff, yeah, right? Yeah. It's like just squares doing weird uh, square yeah. FM things, yeah. With 8 bit audio rate? Totally. Well, what was SC, was SNES, was that 16 or? Yeah, they no, got the 32 by. So, like, is it Genesis then and 64 that were 30? Or well, 64 would be 64, right? Yeah. So. Right. Man. I have to pee and make another drink, but I want to play with this for like the next 17 hours. You know what? I shouldn't have fucking done all of this work for my Portland set because I'm tearing it all apart now because bound making like, a pod. Yeah, three bodies gotta be in there, so I'm gonna have to fucking make some really tough decisions on what's coming out. We're here to make your life difficult. <laughs> or eventually easy. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just spend some time, like you said, get good. <laughs> It's spelled G-I-T-G-U-D. Yeah. <laughs> get. You gotta get it. Get good. Then <laughs> get yourself gooder. Holy shit. Well, you know, like... For all of the stuff that's on here, like, I was really, like, there's no way that I'm, like, gonna wrap my, my head around this, but, um... I having being like in person and being able to touch and and ask questions helps That's a lot. Why we needed to do the uh, yeah the no demo. I'm so glad that we did this because like I feel like I get it like I'm sure I'll have some questions but like overall like you don't get it it's not, <laughs> not yet <laughs> I mean like I've been, we've been fine tuning this for what six seven months and I don't get it I guess I, I well, <laughs> like yeah I a lot of time when I say I get it like, I mean like yeah. most like yeah. basic. What's funny is when I, I first... I get the normalization. I, I built up a proto I mean. and I put all the same color knobs on it and I had no clue how to navigate this thing. All right, thank you so much to Eric and Jay for stopping by and giving me a personal one-on-one -on -one demo of a three-body and a copy... A copy. An actual three-body unit. Um, as you probably noticed, I'm pretty excited about it. As well as the Coco and the XPO. So many cool modules going on right now um thank you to novation go check out the circuit rhythm patchworks patchworks.com for all your synth needs after later audio check out that coco uh the make noise S XPO. did i already say that no definitely check out the xpo uh 
Thank you for supporting me on Patreon. I think I'm going to take a bunch of these patches that I made and kind of produce them and then give them to uh, all you Patreon subscribers. Um, this week's secret word is... Practice.